Welcome to Weave Along. I'm John, and I'm forcing my friend Nelson, who doesn't like anime, to watch and discuss different anime. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get started. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Uh, I'm John. I'm here with Nelson. We are currently watching through Jujutsu Kaisen together, talking through it. And if you're joining us, you know, can be watching along or weaving along. Well played. Well played. Thank you. Thank you. I try. I try to make it organic and everything. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I got that shit at Whole Foods. You're missing out on sprouts. <laughs> get it delivered. Yeah, this week we are getting further into it. Last week we were getting the lead up to a confrontation between Junpei and Itadori. This week, episodes 2 through 14, uh, seeing the entirety of that conflict, uh, how that evolves, and then a lead up to the next arc. Hey, buddy. Hey, uh, buddy. Hey, buddy. Yeah. We did 12 through 14, not two through 14. You said two. That would be a lot of okay. fucking episodes to watch. That would be a lot of episodes. <laughs> that is yeah, 12 through many. 14. There you go. <laughs> nice. Uh, but uh, yeah, episodes 12 through 14. Getting a little bit further. Get right on into it. Uh, starting with episode 12, <laughs> not episode two. In this there episode, we pick up where we left off with Itadori and Junpei's confrontation. And after going to blows, Mahito shows up and messes everything up. Grieving Junpei, Itadori begins fighting Mahito. And again, after fighting for a bit, the episode ends with Nanami showing up to assist. So that whole episode really just opens up with Itadori getting a phone call from Nanami getting informed of like what's happening, how Junpei's mom has been murdered and there's shit going on at the high school and Itori's like well is Junpei there and Nanami's like well I can assume that he's probably there and then he just dips and runs off by himself to go to this high school against everyone else telling him not we get into everything with the gymnasium they just sort of Actually, I think they leave straight from the gymnasium, go straight into fighting. Yeah, it goes straight to the fight. Yeah, uh, you get to see Junpei's curse technique is very much, uh, they say it later, it's poison, but he uses uh, a Shinigami that is a fucking jellyfish. jellyfish. Yeah, it's a blob. Blob with lots of tentacles. And spikes. And spikes, yeah. Uh, I feel like the fight, Junpei, at the beginning at least, he's just trying to like hold back Itadori from really pushing at him he's trying to make him like see his way of thinking but Itadori's just like nah I'm not having it you're in the wrong I'm gonna stop you before you do something wrong well that's his movie buddy the I buddies. mean the, the entire interaction that the two of them have had together has been nothing short of dating so <laughs> it's it's one of those things where I, I think he just he doesn't want to hurt him. Right. He doesn't want to hurt him. Uh, at one point, he to. even no at one point, he literally has the jellyfish just wrap all of his tentacles right around Itadori, which I mean, you obviously chimed in with the uh, Brazzers right off the bat on that. Oh, one. I mean, uh, <laughs> you're going to look me in the eyes and tell me I'm wrong. No, not at all. But that's a different type of animation. I believe that animation starts with an H and then ends with an N-tie. Oh, I get it. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. It's, it's, oh, it's wow. Hen, it's, it's hentai. Way to go, bud. It's hentai. Um, hentai. But yeah, so they keep on going on fighting a little bit. I think Itadori punches him out of a window, down onto the ground in a courtyard, and then jumps out, lands next to him, 
yells at him about his mom wouldn't be proud of what he's doing and then punches him back up into the building yeah just wrecking his shit a little bit i mean you gotta let the homies know sometimes yeah they get back inside they have a little bit more of like a heart to heart they show mahito sort of teaching junpei about the whole poison thing and at this point junpei gets a little bit more desperate and that's why he starts shooting like spiked tentacles from the shinigami to itadori and itadori is like at the point where he's like we can keep on fighting or we can just freaking talk and try to get through this and so he just lets the thing stab into him so he has these holes in his chest from these tentacle spikes that are just going right into him yeah, he got hit with two of them, I believe. It was like one to the shoulder and it looked like another one like to the kidneys. So not at least off rip the most lethal spots to hit. Mm-hmm. But my man didn't really flinch. No, not at all. He took it. Like a champ. He really did. But yeah, he sort of used it as... And like when Junpei sees that he did not dodge, then he's like, why? Uh, and Itadori just takes the opportunity to confess his love and to tell him exactly. that he's in love with him absolutely <laughs> you may have lost your mom but you can call me daddy oh god <laughs> <laughs> yeah but they have this heart to heart as they are coming together and then Brazzard. mahito shows up and just ruins the whole thing as Ichidori is like you can come with me be a jujutsu sorcerer go to jujutsu high be friends with me uh, and maybe more. Who knows? And then Mahito <laughs> shows up, walks up behind Junpei, calls him stupid for trusting Ichidori. Yeah. Puts a hand on him, transforms his soul into this like alligator ish looking thing from the freaking like Land Before Time. Oh my and God. It kind of did. Yeah, he did. But the, th- the thing about when he he transforms junpei into the totodile it only occurs to him at that moment like right beforehand i think this guy might not be that good of a guy no he's like they're very much having this intimate moment and then it yeah, sort it of is. just like throws him for a loop uh so much so that you even said this dude i ship it so hard the junpei itadori ship Ita junpei absolutely i still ship it i don't give a fuck if he's an alligator man <laughs> And nor should we. Yeah, no. <laughs> Look, I'm not going to judge. There, there. Are, have you seen Mojito? There are very obviously hot curses. If Itadori's into crocodile dudes, that's that's his business. That's his business. Yeah. <laughs> Junpei gets turned into a crocodile dude, runs towards Itadori and is like, help me, please. And then he just dies. His soul gives out. I wonder why. It's almost like being turned into an alligator in the span of about three seconds isn't good for your health. Probably not. But yeah, that happened. And you said this. He's in the opening credits, so I know he can't die. So, Which I just love. Wait, does that mean people in the opening credits can die? What? Dun, dun, dun. Don't tell me that. Don't. Ooh. Don't don't do that to me. Now I'm now I'm sitting here worrying if Toto's gonna die. Listen, they're in that season opening credits. Who knows what they're gonna be in the next season's opening credits? But the thing that I love uh, oh, looking back God. at it is upon rewatching it. Uh, if you rewatch that opening, you'll see that when it shows the whole thing of them having like this picnic tableau for two seconds, it goes to Itadori and Junpei and I think like Nabara and Fushiguro right there. And so it does a close up on the four of them. 
and then it really pushes on uh, Itadori and Junpei, and then it glitches for a second, and then it goes to the next little thing. And I love that subtle thing in the opening because it just lets you know, like, everything is not going to be how it is in the opener. And so it sets this expectation for, like, a fake-out, and I think that it's a really good job done by the people who animated the opening. Yeah, but he's going to come back to life. Yeah, sure. Wait, what? No. <laughs> yeah. Come on, you, come on, man. Yeah, you even said you're... Uh... It's going to be weird how they bring Junpei back to life. Mm-hmm. But he's definitely going to be with the good guys now. Yeah. I, I, uh... I stand by it. Yeah, sure. I hate to break it to you, bud, but he did. No. Yeah, he did. Are you fucking serious? Yeah, he did. That's it. Yeah, he did. That's all that's that's all we get of Junpei. He dead. Brother man. <laughs> um <sighs> I mean the I, end of the next episode, you literally see all the body bags in the morgue and everything. He's one of those. That doesn't mean fucking shit. That doesn't mean a thing. I saw Itadori get his heart ripped out. And yet here I am looking at the screen actively episode twelve uh-huh. and thirteen. He is the image on the screen he's alive not dead junpei can be fine but he did <sighs> why is everybody <laughs> everybody that itadori loves dies it's like a shitty midas touch trust the midas touch but yeah so junpei dies sets itadori off on just everything and they show this really cool frame that's one of my personal favorites where it's got like almost like black scribbles and everything. And then you just see uh, Itadori's like red eye from like the anger and the hate. Oh, yeah. And everything, which is dope as hell. And then he just goes off on Mahito. Mahito's like mid-sentence just like laughing about everything because Itadori also asks Sukuna for help he was pleading with them like please do whatever you can to save junpei and then sukuna goes nah he's dead i don't care i don't care about him why should i bother with it and then ichidori has this moment like wow they're evil i forgot both of these people are fucking evil and i need to do something about it so he just full-on clocks mahito in the face sends him flying back into the stairwell and mahito stands up he's like no it's fine whatever and then his nose starts bleeding because itadori punched not just mahito but also i guess he's all about like manipulation of the soul and everything itadori having sukuna inside of him knowing about and being self-aware of the different souls because he has two inside of him that he's just conscious of is able to connect with Mahito's soul as well. So he actually wounds Mahito, which is really, really cool because when Nanami and Mahito were fighting it, like nothing was fully connecting really. Yeah. And that's he, I I'm still trying to figure out how the whole like souls aspect of this works with uh, with kind of the manipulation of the soul because that i don't know it's just something about that is your soul is not your body so manipulating the soul why is that manipulating the body it's like uh you know he has the whole divergent fist thing where it's the two blows he curses can heal their bodies back but their energy is their spirit 
So when you're actually hitting like the energy itself, I think is what was messing up Mahito. And how that translates into a punch? Excellent question, but it happens. Uh, which is it's cool i feel like that's what so much of anime is is like we're not going to explain this you gotta just let it happen yeah you just sit back and enjoy (laughs) i have questions ah it'll get answered eventually i'm sure no it won't (laughs) no Uh, the fuck it won't it might we never know but yeah so mahito's like oh this guy can mess me up uh, and so they start fighting it out. Itadori just goes ape on him, which you said. Itadori smash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as he just rains blow upon blow down on Mahito as they start fighting. And as he gets closer to Mahito, Mahito's like, oh, this is bad for me. And he starts playing around for the fight. He takes one of his arms and transforms it into like this, these like whips with, uh, with, these different blades on it what's it called i don't know but essentially just super long chains with what were you trying to think of the the thing that he turns his arm into uh when he like whips it out and it's like all these blades and stuff on the chains when he slices up half of the building yeah but you're it's like you're trying to recall an actual thing is that an actual thing and where do i buy one i think it's an actual thing i wouldn't be surprised if it's an actual thing all right, hold on. I am literally Googling right now because I want to know if that is an actual thing. He's going like whip with knives, mm-hmm. whip with knives. That would. Oh, my God. No, that's an actual thing. What yeah. the hell? What is it? It's like a I want it's to say a, it's like a cattails. It's a razor like chain whip. I just found it available to purchase on uh, Karate Mart dot com or all ninja gear oh oh it's a scorp- it's a scorpion whip Ooh, a scorpion whip that's a better name than a razor chain whip so yes yeah, it is <laughs> way better yeah yeah he fucked him up with that thing like he took out an entire floor of the building yeah super casually Dory had to jump right out but yeah i love how as they're fighting everything you find yourself keep on cheering for Mahito because the villains are just villains can just be really, really cool. But this is what you had to say in the moment. Yeah, Mahito's sick as fuck. But now that Junpei finally realized after seeing literal mountains of corpses, it didn't click that, oh, he may be bad. Yeah, there were a couple of signs here there. I get that he's hot, but he's still made of red flags. And I think true words have never been spoken about Mahito. Yeah. Wait, the, the 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 fact that he's hot but made of red flags? Absolutely. Yeah. As opposed to Gojo, who is hot and made of green flags. <laughs> yeah. Well, my favorite thing is later, I think it's in the third episode think... that we watched, episode 14. Uh, a thing of him popped up in sun- in like in glasses instead of his uh, bandaged eyes. And you were like, who is that? I'm like, that's Gojo. He looks so different when he doesn't have his bandage on. Yes. But also a very handsome boy. Indeed. Indeed. But yeah, Mahito starts transforming all of his body parts into these different weapons and just lashing out at uh, Itadori as they keep on fighting. After he does, uh, what was it, a scorpion blade or scorpion whip? Whatever it is. Yeah, uh, after he dices up the half of this building, Itadori jumps out. He turns it into a drill 
that is still attached to his arm and like throws it at him. Itadori grabs onto like the arm part of it to try to like pull him down. And as he does that, Mahito makes spikes come out of his body in his hands. So his hands turn into Swiss cheese. And Itadori has a like that, oh shit, that hurt. And then he looks at him and goes like, wait, but I hate you even more. And then he just grabs onto more of the arm and pulls him out of the building, which I feel like really just shows the determination that Itadori has that I like the most in this fight because I feel like it's been something that's been missing from his character a little bit beforehand. This one feels a little bit more grounded with like his intentions and what he wants to get done. Yeah, it it definitely shows the determination in in the yoink. It does just kind of show that maybe Itadori isn't just the, I don't know, colossal pussy that I thought he was. Yeah. <laughs> but it, he it, actually I mean, will stand up for something. Will he though? He I mean, did. he it literally has holes in his body and is going toe to toe with Mahito. All right, yeah, no, that's that's pretty up there. Yeah, but, pretty up there. Okay, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's he's got stones for this moment. Will he continue to have them? The world may never know. You probably do because you've seen the rest of the series, but I don't. So the world doesn't know either. <laughs> Not yet, but yeah, you know, he closes the gap while Mahito is sort of like recovering and Mahito even says like, you know, a normal person would have just let go. Itadori gets close to him and goes to punch him and Mahito sticks more spikes out of his body into Itadori and then tries to do the whole uh, cursed spirit manipulation where he touches Itadori, but he doesn't just touch Itadori's soul. He also touches Sukuna Sukuna's, inside. Yeah. Yeah, and Sukuna is not a fan of it. Uh, he does not like that. <laughs> no, Mahito just sort of pops up and Sukuna is like, no, I'm giving you, since this is like we went warning. in on roasting that kid earlier, I'm going to give you a free pass, but you come in here again and you're done. Like, I will end you, which is just ultimate power play, kicks Mahito out of his body, and then Mahito goes to attack Itadori again, and Nanami shows up to save the day by blocking the thing and getting Itadori a little bit farther away. And that's where the episode sort of ends. Uh, Not sort of. That's where it ended. Yeah. Uh, The last episode of uh, the podcast, I asked you predictions on what you thought was going to happen in this fight. And I believe that you said that Itadori and Junpei would fight a little bit. Got that right. Nailed Um, it. And then they would make up. Got that right. Nailed it. Uh, and then together they would fight Mahito. And that Nanami would also show up as well. And then they would go off and all go to Jujutsu High and everything together. I kind of nailed it. You kind of nailed it. Except Minus for the Junpei death dying. The death of a child. Yeah, the death of a child. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I just thought that was interesting. Yeah, it's it's almost like it, it has somewhat predictability to it. Yeah. It's got, you know, you know, standard story arcs, but also got that twist in there as well. Keeping you on your toes a little bit. I still don't think he's dead. Okay. You told me. <laughs> hold on. Let's 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 pull back the curtain a little bit. When I did my yeah. Attack on Titan watch through, you yes. told me, spoilers for Attack on Titan, now is your time to mute it, that Sasha... You just keep on talking so they can skip. Oh, that's a good point. No, I mean, I Either way, you told me <laughs> that Sasha was going to survive the whole fucking thing. Yeah. Only 
to know when I texted you, you motherfucker, <laughs> exactly what I was talking about. And that was absolutely like, that was like eight months later. Yeah, you texted me it just randomly out of the blue. And I said, oh, did you get to season four? Uh. <laughs> so you're taking your word on the death or the the status of any character i hope you know that shit is long gone that train left the station choo choo you fucking asshole and you know what i wouldn't have it any other way you're a bitch because <laughs> if you know what's gonna happen then what's the point what's well, the, the where's so the stakes when you told me that she was gonna survive the entire show you looked at me and you because i was with you when you said that yeah. we were sitting next to each other and yeah. you said, wow, I hope you're happy that the stakes are gone for you completely on any situation that she's in. And I was like, Listen, I had to sell it. And I <laughs> said, look, man, this is the only one I want to know. Yep. And you just, uh, much like what Tsukuna did to Itadori, you reached into my chest, you grabbed my heart, and you said, time is up. You're welcome. Uh <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> but now you have the super expensive Funko Pop, so you're good. Yeah, two hundred two hundred dollars for, and then they and then they came out with her other one like four yeah, days after sure. I bought it. <laughs> I'm mad. Yeah, I love it. Uh, but yeah, so moving on to episode thirteen, Naname has appeared uh, and makes a plan to attack Mahito, uh, which works well until Mahito's domain expansion catches Nanami. Uh, as he thinks over his life, we get a little background on Nanami. But just as all of that is about to end, uh, Ichidori is able to punch through the domain expansion, and Sukuna also goes into it as well, causing Mahito to break the domain, freeing both him and Nanami. Then Mahito gets away. We get a little bit of uh, seeing the fallout of everything that's just happened. Ichidori has his new reason for fighting and what is his new driving factor leading forward into the next arc yeah the death of his truest love his true love love true love, love. <laughs> marriage marriage curses is what brings us together today but yeah so back at the beginning uh mahito has been fighting with Itadori. Itadori looks in a little bit like Swiss cheese. He's got some holes in him. Nanami shows up and he's like, I'm going to scold you later for coming here, but what is happening? And Itadori just fills him in on everything. And then Nanami sees the blood coming out of the nose. He was like, oh, how did that happen? He's like, well, I punched him. He's like, no, he, cool. didn't, <laughs> he didn't punch him to get that to happen. Uh, he his soul. He headbutted <laughs> the shit out of him. Oh yeah, that's right. Solid minute and a half. Uh-huh. And after Sukuna said "be gone," thought yeah. uh... <laughs> that's that's where the determination is because, like, mm-hmm. when 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 you headbutt somebody, that's when the fight should be over. But my should man, be. my man threw like forty. Yeah, he. I think it was like four or five headbutts, and he just gets deeper and deeper into Mahito's face. Because I'm assuming he's breaking Mahito's facial structure, but he can just, Mahito can just rebuild that real quickly. So I'm sure it's yeah. like a little squishy. I'm amazed he didn't cut his face open with how sharp Mahito's jawline is. And also his nose. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, thing, <laughs> that thing's pointy as shit. But yeah, so Nanami sees the blood coming out of the nose and then he's like, oh, so I wasn't able to hurt him, but somehow Ichidori can. So I'm useless, but Ichidori can do this. 
So they decide, we're just gonna keep on showering him with blows. I'm gonna distract him and you just keep on hitting him. And together, they take on Mahito. And now, on the interwebs and everything, there is this thing that's been going around calling it Jump Jutsu Kaisen. Because (laughs) a lot of the time when they're fighting stuff... They just jump them? Well, yeah, because it's it's less of a 1v1 and more of like a 2v1 or something like that. There's always like a team-up or something like that going on. Uh... And this is like one of the first times that like it happens for the most part because Gojo's just goaded in that fight. The cursed womb, the cursed spirit just kills people. Yeah. But yeah, Jump Jutsu Kaisen begins. It's living up to the name. I love it. I love that so much. (laughs) I figured you'd appreciate that. Oh, for Uh, sure. And they start kicking the shit out of Mahito. And Mahito even has this thing of like, oh, God. This is not good. I need to separate them. So he pulls out, or he essentially throws up three bodies. Oh, yeah, he, he yarfs them. He he just really brings them up. The Absolutely. fact that he's just holding on to those inside of him, he swallowed them. Yeah, nasty. and then spews on command. Yeah, just brings them up, and then he animates them back to life and sicks them on Itadori. <laughs> and Itadori is like, "Oh, these could be people. I don't want to kill them." And he sort of has to grapple with that whole, the do I kill these things yeah. for the greater good or everything like that? And Mahito realizes that he's like, he's not going to be able to make that decision. So it's just going to be you and me. And we see Itadori get pinned by those curses. And I'm pretty sure that they're like kids or something like that. Oh, they're toddlers. But one of them. Oh, absolutely. One of them is on top of him. And he even utters please kill me to which itadori i guess obliges and he kills them to get back to the fight to take on mahito because mahito killing more people is gonna be even worse which is especially when it's not a me yeah so in between junpei dying and then him having to make that call and everything i feel like itadori has been put through the ringer just a little bit in the past like 10 15 minutes that this fight is yeah he's had a long day (laughs) he's had a very long very bad day but he does take care of them he gets back they start beating down on mahito and as they're raining blows on him mahito is like, oh, could this could this kill me? Is this the end? And then he gets excited. He's like, oh, it's so exhilarating. Ooh, I could do all these other things. I might be able to do this right now. And then he does a partial domain expansion where he bubbles Itadori out of it, but traps Nanami inside. And just to recap, domains, when you're in there, the person whose domain it is has a 100% chance of hitting you. Like, it is guaranteed to it. so he has nanami inside and can essentially just transform his body and his soul into whatever he wants to whenever he wants so there's nothing that nanami can do about it which gives us a little time to look into nanami also as the domain expansion opens because of all like the hands and the having to touch people in order to alter their soul all these different hands come out and it's very kaleidoscopy very much uh like dr strange that's some dr strange ass shit yeah, but not bombing at the box office. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest. I didn't put the the hands thing together where where it's like the when he touches you with his hand, that's when like he can take your soul and all that shit. I oh. did not put that together at all. Heard? Yeah, no. They uh, they went over that back when uh, Nanami and Mahito were fighting like the sewer area. 
Oh, that's right. Yeah. Which is why Itadori being able to punch him and then Mahito choosing not to do anything really about that is sort of like a red flag to Nanami. And he's like, oh, he might not be wanting to kill Itadori or he can't. Anyway, he can be used against him. Good to know. Yeah, he said either way, good for us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but then we get a little glimpse into Nanami's life. So it's alluded to earlier that he left the Jujutsu Sorcerer sort of realm of everything to then go to go work and for the lead a, feds. Yeah, to go make money. Uh, his whole life goal was just, I, I need to make money so that way I can have a good life once I'm 30 or 40 years old. Which means that Nanami is under 30 years old, so he's like 27 or something like that right now, which is just crazy because he looks like a 35-year-old man. And also, uh, uh, we are we are 27, yeah. so uh, we are not looking like that. Oh, absolutely nor, not. Nor are we in the realm of fucking... <laughs> Anywhere close. Jordan uh, Belfort. <laughs> like, he's a, he's a stockbroker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it shows like left being a wizard, a badass wizard to go be a stockbroker. He saw Wolf on Wall Street got really inspired and full scented. You say Wolf (laughs) on Wall Street? Wolf of Wall Street, you know. I know they're hard. They are, but yes. (laughs) Good Lord. Um, It's currently one o'clock in the morning for me. Give me a break. Uh, It's really cool being 10 o'clock here. (laughs) <laughs> yeah bitch. uh <laughs> yeah but we uh gotta look into that you see that he goes to this same sort of like sandwich deli place to get his lunch every single day he has sort of like this rapport with the girl at the counter he even exercises a demon very discreetly once he realizes that he's just doing this dead end job and it's not doing any good he's burning himself out and the people around him can be better served from him not making money obviously he still hates jujitsu sorcerers uh and like the whole business because it forces you to make decisions of like oh my friend that i'm with can die right now or i'm going to die because i need to protect my friend and it puts you in those impossible situations which is part of the reason that he left. But him deciding to excise this demon on this girl's shoulder, sort of like, it's his turning point of like, you know, this might be more important than my personal feelings. And then he leaves, immediately calls Gojo. And then it goes back to the present time. It's it's hard because Gojo is goaded. Yeah, absolutely. But also I love that Nanami, like we get this really nice background for him and it shows him just being a good guy. Uh, like, yeah, he's a stickler for the rules and everything, but he's also but a, he's a good, good guy. dude. Yeah. Uh, like he my didn't, favorite thing he didn't is... Ha- it, was a, it was like a D class or whatever the hell smallest yeah, class like, it is for the, yeah, the curse on the girl. Like shoulder. not even on there. Yeah. Yeah. One of the ones that a wooden bat would do fine, I think is... <laughs> I don't think you even needed the bat. You probably could have just, you know... A, a, a gentle breeze is going <laughs> to take this man away. But yeah, so they show, you know, Nanami being a good person and everything, which is cool because the creator of Jujutsu Kaisen, when he was creating the character of Nanami, initially he was made to be a villain. Was he really? Uh, yeah, he was going to be a villain who was going to be a bad Jujutsu sorcerer who then, as stuff happens, turns to aid Itadori along everything. Oh, see, I yeah. can I can kind of see that being a thing. Uh-huh. But I'm really glad they just kind of made him a stickler for the rules 
kind of you know yeah i, I want to call him like almost an anti-hero because yeah, he's like he kind of yeah, because he's sort of like begrudgingly a little bit like yeah he, he treats it like a job like oh i guess i'm going into overtime and stuff like that yeah he literally clocked out in one of the episodes yeah. <laughs> i think nanami is a like really really good character love all the stuff that gets done with him yeah it, it I'm, I'm excited to see if his personality changes at all with having to hang out with just this entire squad of goons yeah i don't think it will because you know once you're 27 your mind is made up forever so oh, absolutely that's how it works yeah there's no change in personality yeah so uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is this is the way this is the way uh but we got this really nice thing of Nanami and his whole like small life thing away from the Jutsu thing. And as he gets caught up and everything, we go back to him, takes off his glasses and he sort of is like, you know, I've made peace with my life. And if this is the end, then this is the end. And then as he's making his peace, Itadori punches through the ceiling of the domain expansion, breaking into it. And as he enters it, Sukuna's soul also enters it. And Mahito's thing is souls so unintentionally mahito makes contact with sukuna for a second time after sukuna has just told him hey don't fucking do it and sukuna is like he tells him that like why are you back i told you no and then he just looks at him with a super commanding presence and then mahito just bursts into like spurting blood and oh, everything goes yeah yeah like to the point where you even like is this how he dies? Like, he's a main character. Is this how he dies? But then he doesn't, and he gets away. I think would have been, you know, that's the twist I'm looking for. Give me, give me Junpei and Itadori running a bed and breakfast in New Hampshire after Mahito bleeds out. No, no, no. Let him bleed out on the floor. (laughs) Like, I want this show to completely change genres, and it's just about the bed and breakfast in New Hampshire. Mm -hmm. It's a total slice of life. Absolutely. It'd be, it'd be fun, you know? Let's just forget about curses and forget about uh, asshole principles and shitty teachers. Yeah. And no, just, I'm sure they could put it in a juju stroll. Yeah, just have a couple, <laughs> you know, have a couple of, like, golden retrievers and have a nice life. Yeah, some fall, some fall weather, some nice flannel jackets. Yeah, Itadori putting a blanket over Junpei while he sips his coffee in the morning, like... Yeah, out of the thermos as yeah. the sun rises. And that's when uh, Gojo can just, or not Gojo, yeah. Jogo can can just set their house on fire. Exactly. <laughs> just, uh, <laughs> oh, just kidding. But we get a 10 episode arc of them trying to run a successful business. Oh, dear God. Hey, Naruto would do it. Listen, sir, you've seen 15 episodes. It gets better. Trust me. Uh, uh, <laughs> If I was to translate how far you are in Naruto to how far you've gotten into Jujutsu Kaisen, you would have made it to, I think you would have made it to the cursed womb arc. That's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard in my entire life. No, because you quit before you got to get to all the good characters and stuff like that. 15 episodes! Yeah! That's so? Like, that's, that's like, hold on, I have to do math. How many fucking hours of my life did I waste on that nonsense? You know what? I'm not going to do the math. It was enough time that I could have done something else. Five hours, sir. That is five hours of my life. I will never get back. (laughs) Well, it's going to be great when you have to rewatch it. (laughs) God damn it. I'm going to hate that. I love it. 
It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great content, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> it'll be good. Uh, but yeah, so uh, the main expansion is done. Mahito starts getting away. They're like, oh, he's weak. And so Nanami goes to chase after him. Itadori hits his limit, passes out, down on the ground, Swiss cheese. And then it just sort of flashes forward a little bit. We actually, we get to see a little bit of Mahito in the sewers being like, wow, if that was Sukuna and Jogo is supposed to be more powerful than him and Sukuna is actually that powerful, there's no way that we can do this. We have to follow Gato's plan, which is great. Because then it sort of unites the curses, which we see a little bit more in the next episode. But then we also get to see a little bit of like stuff getting resolved. Like we go back to the school as everyone returns back to normal. Uh, Mahito's definitely gotten away. Ichidori is healed up. We see him in the morgue. He sort of has this moment of like, God, I need to get stronger because it wasn't even me who ended the fight. It was Sukuna inside of me. And Sukuna didn't even want to help. He was just there. So I need to be better so that way I don't lose and as he's having like this turning point and everything they also show back at the school junpei's bully and also the teacher and the teacher is finally called out the bully uh for being a piece of shit and essentially tells him to be better because he himself uh he's like i'm guilty because i saw it and i didn't see anything but i'm also going to be better so we have this nice sort of like resolution tight in a bow and everything like that and each dory walks up to nanami who is now with gojo as well which gets to lead them into the next episode and we hear paradise for the last time as an outro which you attempted to talk over completely so you wouldn't have to listen to it yeah which, comes back which ass, and that's gonna be great. bit me hard you betcha but we'll get into more of that in a little bit wait so the Let's teacher talking episode... to the bully the teacher talking to the bully was that in episode 13 yeah 13 because this all this ends the whole junpei mahito arc gotcha so here's all i'm gonna say about that is literally fuck that teacher it took the equivalent of like ghost columbine for him to actually own up to his actions yeah yeah it took people died yeah well he was like well he was like well maybe you know i wasn't the best yeah Yeah, fuck you well they sweep it under the rug as well he's like yeah he changed his name and changed schools and whatever like that nobody knows where he is referring to junpei so like the the Jujutsu Sorcerer swept that under the rug, so I know we would know about, like, the whole curse users and all that. Yeah, but, I mean, we can't forget that everything happened in the gym. Yeah. Like, shit went down. Yeah, I mean, to everyone who couldn't see cursed spirits that was awake uh, and could see, Junpei essentially walked up to his bully and then started levitating him up in the air as his yeah. Shinigami jellyfish was just pulling him up. Is that what it was? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then I... Ichidori was like, stop it! Don't do it! That's a pretty uh, good Ichidori that. impression. Thank you. Is it stop working it. on that? Divergent fist! Hi-ya! Uh, <laughs> yeah, you, I, 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 am I talking to Itadori right now? That's incredible. I know. Well, crazy. So on to the next episode. Yeah, on to the next episode. Uh, episode 14. So Nanami brings back Itadori to Gojo, and they plan Itadori's rebirth at Jujutsu High, bringing him back from the dead. Then we actually get to go back to Jujutsu High. We get to meet the rest of Mayan Toto's classmates as the Kyoto Exchange starts to gear up as it's about to start. During the meeting, Itadori comes back, pops out of a box and everything to a very mixed reception. And now with full teams, the event can begin. The first round is explained and we get a little locker room talk on both schools. And the episode ends with the teams getting ready for action. So the whole episode starts off with 
all of the curses it are Mahito, Jogo, and Gato all talking in the very beginning where Jogo's sort of chilling in this hot spring. Mahito shows up and Jogo's just been recouping. He has his body back. He's not just a head anymore. And he's chilling, smoking a brain out of a cursed pipe as well. That's so <laughs> fucking right. Great. Yeah. And then Mahito just, you know, gets completely buck-ass naked and jumps into the water next to him. Jogo's thrilled. Does. And Gato's just sort of there being calm, cool, and collected. Mahito tells Jogo, like, listen, I got to meet Sukuna. We need him on our side, so we need to do Gato's plan. And that turns Jogo's like, all right, I guess we'll follow your lead. What's the next step? And they essentially want to gather all 20 of the fingers to offer to Sukuna to have Sukuna come back because if they have the King of Curses, then curses get to rule the world, essentially. Yeah, and Gato already has a plan in effect. He's like, so we need to get the six fingers that Jutsu High has and we can get those as this thing unfolds, which is alluded to. Uh, and then we go back to Nanami and Gojo with Itadori planning his coming around and we get a little bit more of just you know all the good stuff of gojo being gojo and also i completely missed it we also get after that curse spirit thing before gojo uh we get the new intro is this a, a new intro there's a cat certified fucking banger yeah and those were your initial thoughts on the opener and they were so you like it better than the first season I or like first half of the season yeah, I definitely liked it much better. It had like weirdly uh, like mid 2000s rock vibes. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I don't know if you've ever heard the song, but there's a, a song called Downfall by a band called Trust Company. And I, I don't, don't know why it was. It, it just reminded me a lot of that. And that was one of those like, you know, headphones on the bus type deal on the way to hate myself at school. But it, I was like, damn, this is. It's good. Yeah. I feel like it's more of like a driving. The, um, actually, no, I guess the first one, it's very similar to the first one, but it just has that different feel to it, I guess. I think it's a little bit more toned down, which is why you might be into it more. It's a little bit more subtle as opposed to. Yeah. The, that's probably the what one. it is. But yeah. it, the music from this episode in general the, I think the all the episodes really yeah but this is the first one where i i was kind of like they're they're putting Blown some away yeah they're putting some heavier stuff in there which is mm -hmm. fitting the tone a lot more because if you're gonna have people kicking the shit out of each other you should have music that kind of ties that Matches together up. yeah yeah you need that badass playlist to play through yeah absolutely like I, I think it's just doing a lot better nice yeah cool so excited to listen to that for the rest of the season yeah and then we'll touch on the outro i'm sure oh yes yes oh, we will in due time God damn it <laughs> Uh, but yeah, let's get into Gojo being Gojo. Him and Nanami are waiting for Itadori and they're getting they're talking about bringing him back and what that entails. And Itadori is super excited. Gojo's being silly, saying that, you know, we got to we can't just bring you back because they'll be pissed. We got to make this whole spectacle uh, to the point where they're happy and they're crying because they're so excited to see you. And then the whole world is happy because of it and all of world peace and the whole world is saved. All because you came back from the dead and Setsu's 
super high expectations for their coming back. And what I don't know, what was your general opinions on Gojo during that whole beginning of the third episode? I loved that. I love that so mm-hmm. much. It, <laughs> it, it just kind of shows how fucking absolutely goofy gojo is while also being this op character he just wants to have fun yeah he's aloof yeah i mean gojo is definitely my favorite character and every episode just keeps showing me why to the point where i i was at the mall today and i i was in a uh funko pop store and they had a gojo funko that was signed by the voice actor and Ooh. i was like i wouldn't i wouldn't mind that, <laughs> that apparently be. uh as of right now i saw on tiktok this is back in august for people who are listening um five below has funko pops for jujutsu kaisen out right now for i think yeah. nobara itadori gojo and uh, fushiguro it's funny because i definitely saw all of those at the shop i was at today and each of uh-huh. them was twelve fifty. yep well they've been out for a while they're coming out with some newer ones uh gotcha. right so now those are just the older models yeah yes 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 cool 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 yeah but uh yeah so gojo's awesome love him and then we go over to jujutsu high nobara is ready to ship out to kyoto and then she's finds got her out, bags oh yeah, she's all packed and ready to go. And then they're like, why? And she's like, you know, we got to go. And they're like, no, they're coming here. And then she gets pissed. But then we get a couple of new and also some familiar faces. We see Maki and Mai, which are your favorites. Correct. Uh, Smash. Both of them. Yes, please. Step on me. That was <laughs> after seeing them both in two scenes back to back. That was your reaction. And I fucking love it. Uh, <laughs> look, look, Shigo, Azula, step uh-huh. on me. Just step on <laughs> Just me. Just do it. I, mm-hmm. I'm not asking. I'm telling. Step on me. <laughs> this is a formal request. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> I'll put in the paperwork. I don't give a shit. Uh, but yeah, so we see uh, Mindzen in. We see Toto. The rest of them, which is uh, so traditionally the exchange event, it's second and third years. However, all the third years for the Tokyo Jujutsu High are i believe suspended so it's that's why the first years it gets opened up to them did they give so, a reason why i don't think they did they might have touched on it very briefly i think they just said the idiot third years got themselves suspended once again Something like questions that. i have that will not be answered they might in the future we never know but yeah we get to meet some more characters there's momo who's like this uh she sort of looks like she's eight years old but she's also a witch with a broom a blondie we see a robot named nekamaru uh, we see the head of the, uh, or Naratoshi, uh, who is, for the Naruto people, the guy who looks like Neji, uh, who also is sort of their leader. Uh, once we get farther in Naruto, all of these things are going to be very, they look a lot alike, uh, which you'll come to see. And then we also uh, have Miwa, who is the sword girl who was... Uh, the uwu stand for gojo when he <laughs> popped up a couple couple episodes back oh that was her that was her the person who uh was supposed to get the principal tea and then left to go oh. get a selfie with yeah she came back okay i did not uh-huh. I, I did not connect the dots there you'll yeah, find she was a escorting lot the principal. connect the dots <laughs> it's okay 
okay. That's why I'm here, buddy. It's all good. My God. Thank uh, you. Thank you for weeping <laughs> along with me. Hey, you did it. Organic. Yeah. There we Organic. go. Whole food. Sprout that shit. Sprouts. Uh, you got it. <laughs> Yep. But all of them uh, have a small little interaction. Then that teacher, their uh, essential Gojo, uh, Utahime, comes up and immediately just starts shit talking Gojo, even though he's not there. It's like, where is Gojo? And they're like, oh, he's not here. I was like, well, when the idiot gets here. And then they all just continue referring to Gojo as the idiot. And then Fushiguro's like, no one explicitly said that Gojo was the idiot or that an idiot is Gojo. But and then Gojo shows up. It's great. acting like an idiot with his souvenirs, his souvenirs from his travels for the Kyoto people. And then he opens the box and Itadori pops up to which the Kyoto people are all distracted by their dolls. And all of the Tokyo people are either pissed or just indifferent towards him coming back. They just don't know what to think. And Itadori is, you know, he's distraught living his life distraught he's like this is nothing like how you said it would be this is not world peace yeah i think the person who is the most shook by seeing itadori coming back is the principal of the kyoto school he sort of pops up again and he's like the vessel's still alive like what the fuck and gojo walks up to him and is like yeah um i don't know how it happened i thought the surprise might make you roll over dead, but I'm glad you're all okay. And I just love Gojo's complete disrespect for this man. Because he doesn't deserve it. No, not at all. Not even remotely. Uh, no, he's a uh, fuck the patriarchy and I love it. Yeah, he's stick it to the mandiosis. Absolutely. But yeah, so they had that little moment. Uh, Itadori has a moment with Nabara and Fushiguro where they're like, should you fucking tell us something? Is it? Like, I'm sorry that I didn't tell you I was alive sooner. And then they sort of split from there. We get a little breakdown of what this exchange event is going to be or the first stage of it at least or it's going to be like a huge group battle which is going to be the next couple of episodes this whole episode just sort of sets up the next arc where there's going to be this second grade curse spirit that's released into the campus they have to find and excise it by a certain time uh however if they don't excise it by a certain time the team that is able to get rid of any of the lesser grade spirits that are roaming around the team with the most of those excised wins so it's either you get the big guy or all of the smaller guys and then we get a little one like a little locker room talk from both of the different schools i think it goes to the tokyo school first i believe where, you're correct where Ichidori essentially meets the second years for the first time this is his first time meeting panda uh maki and oh god why can't i remember his name right now uh salmon. salmon yes salmon that's exactly what it is but yeah and so we got a little bit of you know finding out that the cursed speech user how that works where like he can imbue cursed energy into his speech and it commands people to do things which is super cool and we get to see some of that in the next couple episodes which i'm excited for you to see inomaki that's his name yes we get to see inomaki do some stuff and then he brings up oh yeah and then there's panda over here and you're a panda bear right and then they just sort of accept it and they move on and it's great uh <laughs> i'm still mad this panda can talk and then they just blow past it yeah he's i just assumed you were a new type of smart panda and then they just keep going and it's great i'm uh, uh, mad and then they ask uh itadori like so you know sort of what we can do what can you do he's like well i can punch an uppercut and i can kick like cool well we can also all do that 
Um, so what makes you special? And Fushiguro sort of sticks up for me. He's like, listen, if we all didn't have curse energy and we all fought Ichidori at the same time, we would all lose. Which sort yeah, of like kinda, is a They're kind of shook by that one. Yeah, because, uh, well, Megami, he went toe-to-toe with Toto a couple episodes back who wasn't using any curse energy when he was fighting him. Uh, and so he was like, wow, if Megami thinks that he could take Toto, then Itadori must be up there along the same as Toto as well, which is that, cool that, that tracks, Fushiguro yeah. has his back already. Which is funny when he didn't really have it for, I don't know, the previous 13 episodes. Yeah, well, you know, I think he's had time to grieve, take it in and everything. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Maybe. I don't know. But uh, yeah, so we go from Tokyo to Kyoto. The principal just tells him like, hey, so anything goes during this. So if you kill Itadori, then that's good. That is that is the mission I'm giving you. Like, yeah, if you win the thing, cool. But also kill this guy. I want him gone. And some of the people are like, I object. Some of them are like, OK, let's fucking do it. He's a disgrace to all the Jujutsu Sorcerers. So let's get rid of him. And then Toto just doesn't give a shit and he bursts out and he is like listen i'm gonna go watch my program of takana and i'm gonna watch it live and also record it to re-watch uh, it in the future but if any of you get in my way out there when i'm trying to just do what i want to do and fight who i want to fight i will kill you and then he just walks off toto being an absolute just fucking unit what a chad what a guy <laughs> So what do you think of them having this alternate mission to kill? Ishiori? So I, I, of course I'm not supposed to, but I don't like the other principal guy. The, who's the dude that like, I, I guess he's kind of team leader for. Uh, that is Noritoshi. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. Fuck that dude. He's mm-hmm. just kind of, he, he's kind of just a bootlicker. I will and... be excited to reference him to you. When we get to a certain character in Naruto, because they are like uncanny, uh, even down to the character design as well. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. When I talk about it with like other people who have seen the show and have most of them have, you know, not closed themselves off to entire culture and everything and have experienced other things in life. Pretty uh, easy. I've also seen Naruto. Uh, (laughs) I just call him neji yeah but uh, yeah yeah uh, we don't we don't stand bootlickers in this house nah, bit of a dick absolutely i like the i like the 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 witch girl i like that her hair is the end of brooms yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, i think that's a really cool design mm-hmm. i just i feel like i don't know them well enough yet to to really pass judgment on them um what, you mean from the like three to five lines of dialogue that each of them had. I think that Mekamaru literally just said one thing during the whole of that episode where he introduced himself and that was it. <laughs> no, I think he said, I think he said a little bit during the, the meeting. Oh yeah. He um, might've had another line there. Yeah. So he's had two lines. So, yeah, I mean, he's just robot from invincible. So <laughs> Zachary that's, Quinto, that's just Zachary Quinto. I don't, I don't know uh-huh. what to tell you. <laughs> but he or in, in general um yeah i don't i don't know him well enough to talk too much shit i mean if you give me 10 minutes i could definitely talk shit but at the moment i got nothing it's okay we uh We'll get to know them through the exchange event, and I'm excited to see what your opinions of all the different characters are as everything develops. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but also speaking of developing, ooh, plot twist, Gojo talks to Utahime 
uh, and is like, hey, I believe that there's a spy among us working with the curses because they're intelligent, they're organized, and they can speak. Uh, which which one is stuff who's, Ute, who's Utahime? Utahime is the uh, the Kyoto teacher. She's the the girl. Oh, that her. Is, okay. Yeah, she's got like the the red skirt and everything like that. She has a scar across her face. That one who shit talks Gojo and uh, yelled at uh, him for sneezing uh, and everything. Uh, Backstory: They were essentially students for the most part, a little bit together. I think that she's either a year. I think that she's a year below him. Okay. Uh yeah. So there's history. I believe so. Yeah. No, and they show some relationships and everything like that in Jujutsu Kaisen season two in the first five episodes, because that's a prequel to uh, season one of JJK. So you get to see like a younger Utahime and also Gojo and everything during that as well, which is cool. I'm so screwed when there are time jumps. It's going to be great. Um, uh, there's only a mind. couple. Don't you worry about it. They they do it in blocks, so it's not like whiplash. Okay, good. Because, I mean, I still remember turning on uh, season four of AOT thinking I was watching the wrong show. Yeah, no. I was like, when When did, what? Why are we in yeah. trenches? Why, who yeah, are these kids? I, I paused. <laughs> I paused and exited out and was like, did I yeah, get that right? Like, Hold up. Wait. <laughs> Wait. Yeah, but Gojo tells her, like, yeah, there might be a spy among us. And then she is now on edge looking for the spy. Gojo trusts her, so... That's nice. Uh, and then we get one last sort of clip of Team Tokyo getting all geared up. Itadori and Fushiguro have this two second meeting where uh, he has the most history with Fushiguro. And Fushiguro's like, hey, you seem different. You good? And then Itadori's like, no, I'm fine. Yeah, yeah. And then he's like, are you sure? And then he goes, no, some shit happened. But I am ready to go and I don't want to lose. And Fujiguro's like, huh, me neither. I don't feel like losing. And then they have this like, oh, you're going to try hard. I'm going to try hard. Cool. And it sort of gets them amped up a little bit. And I, they do it a lot in anime where you have that competitive friend or like rival that sort of pushes you to go further. And I love that they have that, but it's not to the extent of a rival or anything like that. It's more just like a friendly competition in between it's, the two of them. It's your buddy at the gym. Yeah. That's yeah, all. Yeah. It's the guy who's yelling at you to just do one more. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But uh, they have that moment and then they start the exchange event and that's where the episode ends. And then instead of hearing paradise and the lovely bop that, that is, we get treated oh, to God, I miss this it. other outro. I miss and I'm going to play this clip from your reaction to it it's a little bit of a long clip i believe it's like 40 seconds because it's one it's a long outro but this is it frankenstein together is your reaction throughout new outro yeah you miss the other one yet i do <laughs> this is fucking terrible please tell me this just goes on for like three episodes i wish i could fucking please please Dude, I'm going to put my fucking head through a wall in a minute. This is awful. Are you reassessing the uh, other outro? <laughs> it's funny because it appears the title of this song is called Give It Back, which is exactly how I feel about the previous outro. <laughs> how are we going to have such a good opening and then have the closer be off-key Celine Dion? Yeah, and that's how you felt about the new outro, which I also can say I'm not a fan of. Uh, I like I mean, sure, the music's like the animation. It's calm. It's 
nice, everything like that. However, it just goes on for way too long. It goes on for way too long, and it's just not good. I feel like it is like off key. I it, the the vocals don't match the music, and it doesn't. But hey, tick, you got what you wanted. Me the, what a new outro! The anim- no, the animation style matches. That's what you wanted. That is true. That is what I wanted. (laughs) However, I have never been so thankful to be half deaf so that (laughs) only only half of me has to suffer through it. Exactly. it, it, It makes me so mad. It really does. Like, if you thought I was talking over outros before because I didn't want to hear it, oh my god, I will I will learn Shakespearean sonnets to recite to you during <laughs> the outro, simply so that it does not have to hurt me again. Listen, you only have to listen to it nine more times. Nine? Nine! <laughs> we just finished 14, we got 15 through 24, bud. Oh my god. Uh the last three might have a different one. I don't think it does, but I, it I'm might. begging. I am begging. <laughs> we'll see. But yeah, so that's the three episodes and do you, episodes eleven through fourteen or twelve through fourteen. Do you want predictions? Yes, since, I do. What do you since, since my last ones worked so well? Yeah, uh I'm gonna predictions on who's going to win the exchange event, Kyoto or Tokyo. Um well, considering Tokyo is the protagonist of our show, naturally mm-hmm. I'm going to say Kyoto. Okay. Because it'll happen again in season two, and they'll be like, we lost last year. So we, and and because uh, I believe it's mentioned that the previous year's winner is the host. Yes. And I think Nobara is going to get what she wants and she's going to get to travel. So okay. I'm going to go with. You're going with Kyoto. I'm going with Kyoto wins. Gotcha. Uh, and then who do you think is the spy? I. So that's. I think it's trying to set up that the bootlicker is going to be the spy. Like, uh-huh. I think that's what they want me to think. Yeah. I don't care what they want me to think. I think the spy is either going to be Zachary Quinto. Okay. Mekamaru. Or uh, Witch Girl. Or Momo. Okay. Yeah. Because that's a curveball. That's the ones who I shouldn't be expecting. But for that reason, I'm expecting them. Yeah. I'm, okay. Those are I'm some predictions. So, I'm so wrong. <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's good. Time will tell. Um, uh, it's going to be a minute until... You get to know this because uh, you're currently gearing up to drive from California to Virginia. Yeah. uh, Moving literally across the entire country. Uh, So we're going to be taking a little break from this. There should be no stop on the action for you, the listeners, because we are going to be releasing these. We've got a couple pre-recorded that we're going to be Simply to make sure that we have them for this exact reason yeah we wanted to a lot for the time of the move so this will be i'm thinking that this will probably be the last episode that is pre-recorded prior to everything so if you start commenting or you have feedback or suggestions probably episode five uh five or six you'll start seeing us being able to address some of those things or something like that but there might be a little four episode delay or something like that but we will absolutely be looking in on that yeah as as they're being put yeah in fact we have some socials as well in addition to the reviews and all that that you can leave on different podcasts on different sites and everything nelson 
because I know, yeah, we're going to be on a couple different platforms that you can listen on. But if you want to reach out to us on Instagram or TikTok, it's at We Belong Pod. Or if you go on Twitter or X or whatever the fuck they're calling it now, it's at <laughs> Weeb underscore along. But yeah, like I, I'd love to hear what you guys think while you're watching it with us or if you've watched it previously and you just want to tell me that i'm dumb uh go ahead and throw, <laughs> go ahead and throw that in there i already do that enough though that's uh, you make a good point <laughs> yeah but uh i think that's gonna be it for this episode i think that next episode we are going to be doing another three episodes so it should be 15 16 17 going forward getting into the exchange event yeah i'm excited for it all right well thank you guys again so much for tuning in and listening you have a wonderful uh rest of your day or night whenever you're listening 